0: Welcome to the Riverside Project Podcast. We are mobilizing Houston to empower families and transform generations. We hope these conversations will give you a greater understanding of the issues facing our community and inspire you to find your place along the river. We are so honored to have um, Judge Dina Fisher and Judge Susan Brown with us today. Judge Fisher and Judge Brown have spent many years representing kids in foster care, um, presiding over CPS related cases. And along with Judge an- Angela Gray's Harrington, um, they have recently launched an incredible program called the Pearls program, Houston Pearls. Houston Pearls is a mentorship program. Um, It's creating strong and a dedicated support system for young women between the ages of 14 and 18, girls who are involved with the foster care system. And so we're thrilled to have them with us today. We're excited about the work that they're doing and um, just excited to have a conversation about it. So thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Thank
1: you for inviting us.
0: Of course. Um, So let's just start off from the beginning. I'd love to hear and for our listeners to hear um, a bit about your story. What got you into this space and working with kids in foster care? Um, Judge Brown, we'll start with you. Tell us about your story.
1: Okay, so about Hmm. seven or eight years ago, um, I became a volunteer at Casa de Esperanza and just went one day a week for a couple of hours and had a house that I was assigned to and, and the foster kids there. Um, As a result of that, my husband and I then went through foster training and became foster parents Mm -hmm. and uh, had just had our first foster placement, first and only, I should say, because after she left, my husband's heart was so broken. (laughs) (laughs) It's taken him a while to recover. Uh, But so we had our first foster placement. Um, About that time, I was appointed by the governor to be the regional presiding judge for the 11th region. And part of my job there um, is that I am the, I should guess we'll call it employer, of the judges who staff the children's courts okay. here in the region. So I have okay. three judges that work under me who hear all of the CPS cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so as a result of that, um, and then based on my appointment uh, to the regional presiding judge job, I then became the regional presiding judge assigned to the children's commission. Okay. Um, and I know that you're familiar with mm-hmm. the children's commission through the children's commission. Uh, I learned about the pearls program. Okay. Um, judge Peter Sakai in San Antonio had started the pearls and eagles program, which is the eagles is for boys about seven or eight years ago, uh, along with judge okay. Renee Yonta. And so once I heard about that, I got really excited about bringing that program to Harris County. Actually, my res- first response was, how come San Antonio has this and we don't? <laughs> um, so at, at that point, then I started working on that. Um, I included Judge Graves-Harrington because she had also shown an interest. Uh, and then Judge Fisher and I had worked together for years when I was on the criminal bench. Um, and she had become the associate judge in one of the juvenile courts and was handling all the CPS cases. Uh, so I then reached out to her and said, this is an amazing program. It needs to be in Houston. Uh, and she jumped right on board, <laughs> didn't even give it a second thought, didn't say, well, let me think about it for a couple of days. She just jumped right in. And so from then on, we just moved to creating the program, visiting San Antonio a couple of times, and starting the program here in September of last year.
0: And that was it.
1: It was it. it. Once it it started, there was no stopping.
0: Yes. Well, Judge Fisher, tell us a little bit about how you got involved with this work and and how you Uh, jumped in, why you jumped in so enthusiastically.
2: um, I have always been involved in this work. Um, I started my career in Houston as a juvenile probation officer here in Harris County um, a long time ago and um i did that i went to law school at night while i was a juvenile probation officer i had a very high at uh, risk neighborhood that i worked in and um, that i fell in love with that population and um went to law school became a prosecutor for a while and then when i came out in private practice um started representing kids again and kids in cps and kids mm-hmm. charged with crimes which is juvenile delinquency yeah. um and and have always recognized um that there's a population of kids in our community that don't have much of a voice, mm-hmm. um, and my, in um, one of my, uh, one group in particular that I worry about are the dual status kids who are in mm-hmm. both systems, um, and I saw that as a probation officer. I saw some of the the hurdles, um, and the barriers that they had, um, and so anyway. Uh, And I want to say when Judge Brown was on the bench and her and her husband became foster parents, it was we had a lot of conversations at that point. I was in private practice just about what they were experiencing as as foster parents. Mm -hmm. And I love that she recognized right away what those of us that have been working in the systems have known for years, um, just some of the things that need improvement, some of the things that kids in these systems struggle with. Um, so anyway, when she came to me about the program, I didn't jump in. I was very enthusiastic because (laughs) I do love programs, but I did insist that we go and talk to the kids who were in these programs. Mm -hmm. And we did several times, um, because I, I wanted to know if this program was effective for those, Mm -hmm. those kids in San Antonio. So we did, we went down and programmed with them several times and we asked them directly, you know, why should we do this in Harris County? And they told us very, very poignantly and clearly that it changed their lives.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so we knew that we had to do it here and we cried and we cried, cried a lot of tears. Yeah, (laughs) we cried, we cried with them because they were so amazing and they just touched us so much Mm -hmm. about why we should do it here. Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: Giving these youth a voice is a very, very powerful thing. And I love that. That's what pearls is all about. Mm -hmm. Um, judge Brown, can you tell me a little bit about, or tell our listeners really, um, Tell us about the the PEARLS program. What is it? Um, what does it entail? To just take us through an introduction of, of what the PEARLS program is.
1: So the PEARLS program, uh, we specifically target girls age 14 to 18 mm-hmm. who uh, the, de- the uh, department has Uh, The CPS has permanent managing conservatorship of. Uh, So that means at this point um, that most of them, their parental rights have been terminated and they are now uh, under the department's supervision. They are placed either in in a foster home like we all think of with a Mm -hmm. a mom and dad or single parent um, with either one or a couple of kids. Um, they're placed in a residential treatment facility, which is a group of mm-hmm. a group uh, setting, um, or they're they're placed in a what we call a GRO, which is sort of a group living situation where there's not any mental health issues. Uh, so the program brings these girls together twice a month. Um, we do it in the evenings. Um, each girl is assigned a mentor. Um, We went out to the community and asked for women to mentor, to join us, to mentor these girls. We have some amazing mentors, Mm -hmm. um, and they come twice a month, and we break bread together. We always have a dinner provided that's donated, thankfully, by some group or organization or a company Mm -hmm. uh, or an individual even. Um, We do that, the girls visit, they visit with us, they visit with their mentors, then we have some sort of a program. Mm -hmm. And we do sort of a mix of life skills. Um, We've done budgeting, um, but we also do fun things. The girls indicated to us that they wanted to make jewelry. So we had a whole program night about friendship, and then we made friendship bracelets. Uh, So we all came away with a lot of friendship bracelets that (laughs) night uh, and and a lot of beads on the floor. It's a place for the girls to meet with our mentors. The mentors also are in contact with Mm -hmm. them throughout the week, checking on them. How's your test? How's school going? You know, anything that I can do to help you. Um, then they're there and they see us. So that gives them sort of a relationship with the judge mm-hmm. and to not that that's not a scary person, um, that she'll get wrapped up in wrapping paper just like everyone else. Um, and so they, um, and so we do that. And then at the end, we gather together and we have what we call a prayer, praise or promise. Um, so we tell the girls and, and the mentors to share with us a prayer, a praise or a promise every girl always does all three we say Hmm. just give one but they always give three so that's really awesome but it's also a place for the girls sort of to, to get together and to, to bond with each other. And mm-hmm. we've certainly seen that. So we do those kind of activities. Then we also have uh, some programming outside of mm-hmm. uh, those Thursday evening meetings. We've taken the girls sailing, kind of introduced them to that. Um, we take them on a hike. Um, so we're trying to also, and then our intent also is to do a day of service. So they'll do, they'll sort of do a give back to the community. So not only do they see people giving to them, uh, mm-hmm. but also that they, that they give back. Yeah. Um, we also have done a college and career day Um, which was an amazing opportunity for the girls to meet not only and and it's actually we opened it up to anybody who's in um cps custody Um, but we um we opened it up to everybody so they could meet with um, representatives from different colleges and also talk to people from Mm -hmm. different careers so it's just sort of another safety net for them as they prepare for independent living
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely One of the first things that I learned about the pearls program and the things that I, that I most love about it is this, um, really, deep desire to have relationship and to give relationship to these youth Um, it's really at its core is this relational component that it's the services are good we say that a lot the Mm -hmm. services are fantastic and they're needed Um, the skill building and things like that but in the context of relationship we know that that's where real healing happens and where kids can move into adulthood successfully is when they have those people around them cheering them on encouraging them and saying hey if you need something i am here with you and that, that listening to them and hearing from them, um, giving them opportunity to have some authority over choices and things like that. So I love that. Um, Judge Fisher, can you share a little bit more about you know why that's such an integral part of this program and then yeah. how you build that over time? You have two or three hours because I could talk to you
2: for that long about why <laughs> go. this is so important. And she said they each get a mentor. They each get two mentors. Yeah. Um, and so... Um, I have worked with kids in foster care my entire life. Most people don't realize that they're they are keenly aware of why people are in their lives. They know that most of the people in their lives mm-hmm. are court ordered to be in their lives, yep. or they're paid to be in their lives. Um, and and you would be surprised; most people would be surprised how keenly aware of that mm-hmm. they are. Um, at our at our career fair, we opened the floor up in a group for the girls to ask questions of the people who came. And one of the first, well, the first question was, first what do you one. care about us? Why do you care about us? Mm-hmm. Um, why are you here today? And so um, I think the magic of pearls is that these women are in their lives because they volunteered to be in their lives. Nobody mm-hmm. court ordered them to, no one's yep. paying them to. Um, and and so, you know, it's just magic in a room and it's, it's akin to, um, a sorority or Girl Scouts—it's a mm-hmm. group of women supporting young women and building those relationships. And I, um, it's it's really really important to those girls that they have people in their lives that weren't made to be in their lives. Mm-hmm. They're there because they want to be in their lives. They love yeah. them. Um, and the hope is that they develop they develop relationships with these women that exist beyond 18 or CPS or whatever is right there in their future. Um, a lot of Kids that grow up in CPS care are not um, in love with CPS and they can't wait to get out of CPS care. And so we really have to put things in their lives that are gonna exist outside Mm -hmm. of that. Um, And that's, I think the magic of of pearls is that um, it's, it's a big support group of women and they develop relationships. Um, yeah. We have situations where mentors are not assigned to this girl, but they live right by her. So they're always picking her up and bringing her to programming. Well, guess what? That's now our relationship. And we get to mm-hmm. hear about those relationships all the time. Um, we had our mentor appreciation the other night. And those two ladies told us that they had taken that young lady to eat crawfish because she'd never done that. And so they all went out and had crawfish. So it's it's happening. And it's just, it's kind of magic to watch it.
0: Yep. Anything you would add, Judge Brown?
1: it's just it's just been really magical to watch the change in the girls. Mm. Um, and we had a couple of them at the beginning who ran away from their placement. Um, and, and we weren't early enough on to where they were, they were in contact with us. And, Mm -hmm. you know, CPS has their own investigators in order to try to get these kids back into care. Um, when they did come back into care, they immediately wanted to come back to Pearl's. Mm -hmm. And so we just, that for us was like, was so special because there was a reason they came back into care. Yeah. And so they and they're back now and they're part of our group. And I was talking with one of them and I was like, We were so sad when you were gone. And she was she looked at me like, Really? Why? Why do you care? <laughs> and I was like, We were you're such a great part of our group and we missed your liveliness so much. And she said, and I said, What happened? And she said, I just made a mistake, but mm. I'm not gonna make it again because I missed y'all too much. Yeah. So it's
0: amazing and I, that since so, yes. more.
1: Um, <laughs> lots of crying going yeah. on pearls.
0: Yeah. Good <laughs> crying.
2: And they, we see that uh, they change their behavior so they don't have to miss pearls. They they and I one of the mentors the other night was telling me that she had picked her up and she was like, hurry, we have to hurry. We're gonna be late. We can't be late. Um, and they, you know, they don't miss school because they don't want to get in trouble and miss pearls. Um, and that tells you everything you need mm-hmm. to know, right? Yeah. Um, that they're they're that determined to get to pearls every night mm-hmm. and and do the do the stuff. Stuff.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, it's a testament to what connection and a sense of belonging can do for yeah. for a young kid, um, especially a kid that's really struggled um, and had a lot of just traumatic experiences that yeah. um, that they're working through. Can you share a little bit more just about what the community can do? You mentioned a few things as you were talking about, um, you know, you can be a mentor, which is, seems like a big thing, mm-hmm. right? That's a, that's a big commitment to be there, um, to take on, you know, getting phone calls from some you know, a girl, any teenage girl getting phone right. calls about what is going on yeah. is a little bit scary. Um, but you know, mentoring isn't the only thing. Um, it's a great, great thing, but can you share a little bit about this, the different ways that the community can step in with pearls? Um, to support sure.
2: You? Yeah. We have uh, different levels of being involved and it's, you know, they're formal words, but it really doesn't matter. You can help however you want because the magic is getting in that room, you Mm -hmm. know, and if you can come one night a month versus every night, then so that what they're called are mentors who are the people who are assigned individually Mm -hmm. to the girls they're, they're assigned to so that life happens and one can't show up. There's, there's Mm -hmm. always someone there to support that girl. But what we see, I mean, we have one person that's a backbone mentor, but she's never been assigned directly to one girl. She's there every Thursday night and she finds, Finds the girl in the room that's new that doesn't have an assigned mentor or that looks like she feels lost or is not fitting in yet and she just attaches herself to her. Mm-hmm. Um and, and you can so you can be a mentor, but you can you're right, that is a big commitment. You can also be an ambassador, which is just someone who helps us find activities to go mm-hmm. on, helps us with those activities is there. I mean we have one ambassador who is there every night to set up our meals and serve our meals mm-hmm. and clean up after our and that's what she's assigned yeah. herself to do and we couldn't do it without her. You know? Yeah. Um so there's different ways to be involved. We need people to donate the meals. And so that's on our website. And so mm-hmm. people can sign up to sponsor a meal one night or to sponsor a series of meals. And we have organizations that have done that as well as individuals. Um, and you want to talk about what else they can, people can do to be involved or to help.
1: So we have the opportunity to donate meals. Mm-hmm. Also, if, if someone has an activity or, a you know, and the a place where they have horses and they're willing to have the girls out, or something like that that they want to be involved, but they don't want to be there. They can't be there every time, but they have some sort of adventure or fun things for the girls to do. We'd love to hear about that. Yeah. Um, and so those, you know, those are other ways that the community can be involved. Um, on our website is the information for the meals, uh, for donations, for involvement, um, and all of those things. And we, you know, we're happy if somebody just calls us and says you know hey we'd like to donate tickets to whatever mm-hmm. um for your girls to go and you know, we're, our executive director, Martha Michaels, is happy to talk to them at yeah. any point. We oh, have yeah. one
2: group of women out in a neighborhood um, that my sister lives in that has just adopted us. Um, and so she, uh, one woman, took up a collection for our Christmas party. So they got us all of our Christmas decorations and Christmas tree. Uh, and they've also collected clothing um, because when we did financial planning, we had a shopping day. And so okay. we've, we've, we've got some benefactors out there that just love pearls and support them. Um, on an ongoing basis. So there's there's a lot of ways that, that we need help um, that people can
0: help. Yeah, in terms of the river, you're giving so many different opportunities to, for people to use their gifts. You know, mm-hmm. we we want our community to find a place to step in and there's just so many ways here that they could use um, just a gift or, you know, a resource, something like that to,
1: to just bring it to you and say, is this helpful? And exactly. most of the time it probably is. Yes. Yeah, we That's never amazing. turn away somebody who has an idea for mm-hmm. us. And so... Um, because we didn't we never know the community is so giving. Mm-hmm. The Houston Harris County area community is so giving uh, that it is uh, part of the way that we got dinners donated was when I was doing grand jury orientation oh, yeah. i mentioned the program i said for those of you who are not have not been selected but you would like to get involved wow. in community <laughs> what service, a recruitment strategy uh, <laughs> you know here's well i learned that from Can't. i did not come up <laughs> with that with myself the judges in san antonio do it at every they go to every single jury qualification wow during the week and they say if you're interested we have this wonderful volunteer mm-hmm. program um, and we had several people who donated things to yep. us and uh That's really or neat. volunteered just through contacting us, because I handed out the forms, because people are looking mm-hmm. for ways to help. Yep. And even if they only have 15 minutes of time, people are so willing to give back. Yep. And that was the thing we learned at our at our uh, shopping day. <laughs> all of the girls, so we had all these clothes, and they went around. And they had a budget because we had talked about that. Um, all of the girls bought something for someone else. Mm. Wow. Um, when yeah. we made friendship bracelets, they made friendship bracelets mm-hmm. for other people, yeah. not just themselves. Mm-hmm. And so here are these kids who have, it's, I hate to say they haven't been taught to give, but they haven't experienced the same thing that a lot of kids have of, you know, being in girls' outs and doing whatever. But they still really have huge hearts for giving. They know what
0: it, what it is to need someone. Mm-hmm. And not to make assumptions, but... I could see where that that could come from. Knowing that you need a friend mm-hmm. and being able to have that type of empathy for someone else yeah. would motivate them to always see that other person. You yeah. know, that's incredible. Big old hearts. Yeah, mm-hmm. incredible oh hearts. My gosh. Yes. Where do you hope to see pearls in five years? Hopefully, <laughs> we we're sitting down again. I've been asking this question. What do you think it's going to do? Maybe that's the better question. What do you think is going to happen through? through things like this
2: well and i'll go first and i know you what do. you want to say um you so do. we do we do you have, speak for her. we have the eagles program that's coming in the fall mm-hmm. that's going to start with pearls in the fall and the eagles is for boys um san antonio has got both and um so we're, we're excited about that but um having seen this and being a true believer of whatever magic happens it really happens in that room um i want to see and i know she does too um, that we want to see pearls in every community. We really want to see every community that has kids in foster care. We -hmm. want to see a pearls program and an Eagles program because it's something they can belong to that makes them feel part of a group that supports Mm -hmm. and loves them. That doesn't, doesn't label them. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and it isn't someone that's being court ordered to be in their lives. It's just, so I hope that we have, uh, and we've talked to the judges in San Antonio. I hope that we're able to start or we're able to see Pearls and Eagles program start in all the counties mm-hmm. um, or the yeah. maybe the major cities. Because
1: what people don't realize sort of building on that is that if a child is removed from their home, from their parents or parents um, in Harris County, that doesn't mean that they're always going to stay in Harris County. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a limited number of placements around the state. We happen to have the most because we have the largest population, Mm -hmm. but it really depends on where there's an opening when a child is removed or if they're moved from one place to another. Um, We actually have sent, uh, we have kids who have been sent to San Antonio (laughs) that we've asked for the PEARLS program there to take in while they mm-hmm. are there. And then when they come back, they can transition to our PEARLS program. Um, and so that's what a lot of people don't realize. They think, oh, if a child's removed here in Harris, they're going to stay in Houston. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes they're not. Especially so they kinship,
0: leave. you know, if they have a kinship, if they have a family member living in another right. area, a lot of times right. that's why they'll right. move.
1: And, yeah. and, but if there's no family member that has, can take them in, it's mm-hmm. very possible they can end up, you know in a city two hours from right anybody in their family with no support system with mm-hmm. no support i just kind of wanted to build on that in the hopes that we have this everywhere so if one of our kids gets sent to dallas county we can call dallas and mm-hmm. say dallas pearls we have a girl mm-hmm. that needs to join you for as yeah. long as they're there yeah because they can come in and out
0: mm-hmm. yeah take care of her while yeah. while mm-hmm. she's there yeah that's good well as we close kind of our time here together i i would love to hear you've already mentioned some of them but Tell me about a just a story of, of hope or a, a story that's been a success story for you guys that you've seen. Just one. You, you can on you can do more than one. You
1: know
0: <laughs> who are you no, gonna, you tell it? Who are you going to share?
1: So we have a girl who um, has been with her grandmother for a really long time, and she's 18, and um, her grandmother has some significant health problems, and and basically is in a place where or was in a place where this was not going to be a long term placement. Mm-hmm. As close as they are, she needed to move mm-hmm. to move out. And she, through the mentors that she has, and you spoke a little bit about them, um, we they has moved into independent living. She moved into a cell, but we have watched her grow from this shy kind of quiet uh, girl to the kind of the leader (laughs) of the crowd. She is hilarious. And um, we've just sort of watched her now move into this independent living. She's still in high school, um, but it's in the area and just blossom. I mean, she is, I think she, I wanna say that she would have been a success story no matter what, but I think the fact that she has all these people, Mm -hmm. she started going to church, she's been baptized, Yeah, she's a leader. She is amazing. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so, and she is, it's funny because when we, we did some event, I don't remember, but we started, the girls starting to refer to themselves as OPs, original pearls. (laughs) The first ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it.
2: Yeah. And they, they got into an argument about who had been there the longest and (laughs) who was the most original pearl. (laughs) Yeah, their confidence level just goes, and and that's the thing that I noticed about the kids in San Antonio that we met with is they were very a very confident group, mm. um, very mature. Um, you know, spoke to us, looked us in the eye, um, and now you see why they're that way. Having been in a program like that, um, we've just seen in this this one um, we call it was it a semester. We run with the school year, so we mm-hmm. started programming in September. We'll start in August this next year, um, but just in that short time, these girls have changed so much and you can see it yeah
1: that's yeah. amazing even, even just the way they behave yeah. when they're at pearls yeah. you know at, at the beginning it was like kind of ah, yeah you know and now when we do prayer praise promise they are all like yeah i have to yeah. talk about this or you yeah know. we we have a thing at
2: the beginning that we say um have fun stick together no hurt mm-hmm. um it's just our thing Um, And so when we did, we went hiking. Judge Brown got lost in Memorial Park. Um, So we... (laughs) I blame the intern. (laughs) So we went hiking and we took a big group. And we, it was our first experience. We brought drinks and granola bars, but we left them in our vehicles. Not, we didn't take them in our backpacks. And some of the girls didn't eat enough breakfast. And one of the girls got lightheaded and really felt like she was needed to sit. They surround, like to watch them surround her and start digging through their own backpacks. And, you know, somebody came up with a little bottle of water and a granola bar and just mother her. Um, that to me is real mm-hmm. leadership and um, that is not something that existed in this group of girls um, in a way that it would be expressed when we first met all of them. They were mm-hmm. they were very disjointed and not a group. And that was cool to watch mm-hmm. because they really um they really look out for one another.
1: Yeah. Because we're also hoping that this helps with their placements, mm-hmm. because we have a number of girls who all live in the same placement. And they're high school girls. I mean, whether they're in foster care or not, they're still high school girls. Yeah. Um, and so we've seen too we're, that they've learned to conflict manage, mm-hmm. and um, that they've built more more of a bond with each other uh, than I think than when they first started um, because they've done some fun things mm-hmm. together they've worked on things together and so what our hope is that that does stabilize placements mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as we move forward that that because these girls have developed a good fun relationship and because they have their mentors that when things start to go bad they have somebody that they can kind of vent to mm-hmm. um so we're really hoping that 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 we see a stabilization in placements. that's one yeah. of the
2: outcomes we really yeah. want because they're traumatized every time they have to move placement mm-hmm. and that's what yeah. that's what happens
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that we, uh, the privileges that we have, is we get to, as an organization, to train y'all's mentors. Um, we get to do that uh, the trauma training to prepare them for what happens to um, when to a kid's brain when they're being um, gone through trauma, and then how can connection and relationship? What are some of the techniques with connection and relationship that can move them into using the parts of their brain um, that allow them to connect and to heal? And I love that what you're doing is 100% that uh-huh. we get to see it on display even really quickly. Sometimes it takes, you would think that it would take years uh-huh. to to experience that level of healing, but it's amazing. Every time you see what real connection, like you said, the girl that came back after running away and, and just to understand that you were missed uh-huh. and that that gives you this uh-huh. sense of self-worth and parts of your brain are going to be that leadership capability you're going to be using parts of your brain that you maybe hadn't even been online because Mm -hmm. you weren't experiencing that. So we love just the joy of being able to be a part of that um, and just getting to see the success of this program. So
1: we love the fact that you were doing that too. And we are so grateful because it really has helped our mentors. And, and as a foster parent, people train you all the time about what trauma looks like, but no one ever trains you what to do when it happens mm-hmm. right i mean right you can tell you. me all day long but i need to know what i'm supposed to be doing when they're lying right. on the floor screaming yeah right and so that's been help or our mentors when a girl says something that maybe their own child would never say or mm-hmm. ask um knowing from your training how to respond to that in a way that is appropriate to that child mm-hmm. with all of their traumas huge.
0: Yeah. And the cool thing is you get your mentors get to do it together. You know, there's, Mm -hmm. there's the resources that we can provide and we can help coach and we can get them the resources that they need. But when they're all doing it together and they're able to, to rely on one another, um, sometimes being in that space can be really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, the community, not just for the kids, Mm -hmm. but for the mentors too, is just beautiful. Mm Yeah. I love it. Cool.
2: We do too. We love our mentors.
0: Well, um, yeah, I'm so grateful that you guys were able to come on and share about it. I hope that more and more people across our community get to learn more about the Pearls program. And I'm so looking forward to Eagles next year. So we're going to be working on finding some male mentors and some programming for them. And we just have lots of fun things ahead. So we're with you. We're grateful for you. And we're really grateful you were with us today.
1: Thank you. Thank Thank you. you Thank you. Thank you.
0: those listening we hope these conversations have inspired you to find your place along the river and we welcome you to join us in bringing hope and renewal to the city of houston if you'd like more information on how to get involved please visit riversideproject.org and submit a contact form we'll see you next time